Welcome back, Leadheads, episode 126 of Talking Lead. I'm your host, Left Hand, and I have got some very cool guests this week. One is a returning guest. He's becoming a regular on the show, and uh, you'll find out who that is in just a second. And then we've got a brand new newbie on the show this week, so he's going to get subjected to the newbie questions. I didn't prepare him at all for these, so we're going to catch him off guard. We should get some good answers. First off, I want to start off by thanking my guest from last week, Tim, with Tactical Walls. Uh, excellent show. Uh, we both got a little long-winded there, and it was a uh, damn near two-hour show, but it, it was actually a lot longer than that. I probably had enough for closer to four hours that I that I had edited out. Tim is just a, a super great guy, and their company, Tactical Walls, they've got a really good product. Uh, I know you guys would uh, enjoy it if you tried it out. And to help you uh, obtain their products, we have a discount code with Tactical Walls set up now. And it's the standard leadhead, all caps, all one word. And you're going to get 7% off. So thanks to Tim and Chris over there at Tactical Walls for setting us up with that. And uh, we're going to find out a little, bit, uh, a little bit later in the show who won the Tactical Walls trivia questions. That's right, questions. We've got two winners, two prizes. And the winner's going to walk away with one of those Tactical Walls issue boxes. So let me introduce my guest. Casey Griggs, CG3G, our three-gunner, is joining us uh, on the show this week. Casey, welcome back. Hello. hello. You can just call me three-gun. That's fine. <laughs> three-gun? We'll call you, we'll call you three, three-G. You're becoming quite the regular on the show. Well, hey, you know, I mean, I could, I could be a fixture. I can be a fixture. I can definitely do that. <laughs> So welcome in Casey Griggs, and we've got another Casey. We've got a double dose of Casey's this week. Casey Knutsom with Nordic Components, our newest sponsor. Welcome in, Casey. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Appreciate you being on. So we were talking a little bit uh, off air last weekend was Halloween, and uh, I was supposed to have gone to a couple of parties, but I didn't make it just for the mere fact I didn't really have a costume and. Trying to get some suggestions from Casey and, and Tim, but they had some crappy ideas, so I just decided not to go. Thanks, guys. Well, I don't know. Tim had some really good ideas, but it seemed well, like he didn't want to fight. He did. He did. He had the the one that one costume that you could do three different characters in, and that was kind of cool. Just get a blonde wig, and what was the first one? You just lay on the floor, and you're like somebody's girlfriend. Who was that? I don't know, but I know it. I can't remember who that was, but then you could also get a set of drumsticks put in your back pocket, and you pull those out, and your um, Wayne's World dude, what's his name, Garth from Wayne's World? <laughs> or you could be uh, uh, Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, whatever her name is. <laughs> I take number one. But it was a versatile. It was a versatile costume where you just had to have a blonde wig, and you could go as all three characters. So pretty ingenious. I like it. So uh, Casey from Nordic, Nordic Casey, <laughs> what, uh, you've got children, so how was your Halloween this past week? It was awesome. I take my kids every year. We load up. I have a ranger, and I uh, pull a trailer, put some straw on it, and pull them around. We have a great neighborhood for trick-or-treating. We probably have 35, 40 houses we hit, and, and I bet you every other house has trick-or-treating for the adults, which is always fun. So we stop by, and you either get a gummy worm shot or you get a uh, <laughs> so 
it's a good time for all. Kids get a bunch of candy, and the the parents get uh, fed. Now well. that's kind of cool. I've never heard of that. Now I would probably start trick or treating cool. again if I knew that was going on. Yeah, we actually have. It's funny the people. We actually have very few kids in our development, but. I bet you I had 75 kids stop by because most of the parents like to come to our neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, you sound like the, the cool kid neighborhood there. It was fun. I, they enjoyed it. I, so did you wanted. did you dress up? You know, I usually don't because I sit in the ranger and just uh, hang out. I don't dress up too much. but Yeah. Um, my kids definitely. My son was Spider-Man, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a relatively large guy, and he's this tiny little thing. And I told him he we needed to go as uh, – like uh, Hulk and or Batman and Robin or something like that one year, and he thought that was a great idea. So yeah, do that next year. What uh, now? Do you have other children? I have, I have three kids total. Okay, and did they go trick or treating also? Yeah, my daughter went out as well. The, I have a ten, ten and eight year old daughters. Okay, what did they dress up as? My ten year old was a pirate, and my uh, eight year old was a candy corn witch. What's <laughs> a candy corn witch? She loves candy corn, like loves candy corn, so she was had candy corn witch costume. Okay, so is it kind of like a, a homemade one? Stri actually, we bought it. There's such a thing as a candy corn witch. So it's a striped costume with a witch hat, and she was had, she's been wanting to do that since last year, so it was a good, perfect costume for her. Okay. Well, who'd have known? <laughs> Did they get any uh, cool candy? What's like the, the cool candy treat that people were giving out this year? Our neighborhood gives a lot of full-size candy bars, believe it or not. My kids got Dang. probably 10 or 12 full-size. Yeah, it was crazy. Nice. Which is always good because I make them pay the driver 10%. So <laughs> So you got loaded up on your your sugar for the month. Oh, my goodness. They've got uh, – you can't believe how much candy that we have in the house now. It's dangerous. I don't need any more things to eat around the house. Oh, man. Food is, is my weakness. I love food. Any kind of food I can, you know, I can pretty much tolerate anything. I don't, I can't think of a food I don't like. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'm and then w when you throw the freaking candy bars and sweets in there, dude, I'm, I'm all about that too. So my wife works for General Mills here in Minnesota. <laughs> oh. she is, uh, she, she's a in finance for the baking division. So she bakes about three or four days a week. All these crazy, wonderful things. Which is why I'm uh, such a skinny individual. Oh, I mean, hey. Yeah. Now you were telling us also that you used to uh, play a little ball back I in did. your younger days. Back in back when I used to be uh, used to be somebody, I played a little bit of football. So back <laughs> when I used to be somebody. <laughs> we and, all have our shoulda, woulda, coulda stories, and uh, I think mine's mine ends as fast as it started, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you were you said you played for who was it? I played uh, college ball in, at Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota, a little Division two college. But while we were in my senior year, we were the number one offense in the nation, averaged almost 800 yards a game. Um, so very good offense. And then I actually signed a contract with the Houston Texans. So the the Houston Texans, which uh, took the place of our Tennessee Titans, used to be the Houston yeah. Houston Oilers. <laughs> Oilers, yep. Yeah, so this was back in 03, 04, something like that. And uh, one of the first uh, first years of the, the organization, I actually got signed as a free agent and went on to uh, NFL Europe. 
and the day before the plane flew out to go to Europe, we were standing there having a, you know just a walk through practice, helmets and shoulder pads, and two guys, uh, a receiver and a defensive back, got in a fight standing behind me on my same team, and uh, one of them threw the other one into the back of my leg, and down I went. So dang, did that that mess up your knee or your uh, your hand? Not hammy? bad enough. If they would have blown my knee completely, I'd have got half my contract paid out in a lump sum plus I think it was at that time I $1,200 a week until I was 110% of where I was at and then right. I would have been with the team but because it wasn't bad enough just a on a strain or whatever they they uh, rehabbed me I was in down in Alabama with um, Dr. Andrews or uh, James Andrews did his whole program rehab got it all back blew me to Texas I thought everything was ready to go um, and then handed me a $20 bill and a plane ticket home are you serious <laughs> dead serious Jeez. I had no, I didn't know really what was going on. I was a young kid. Um, and they had me sit you down in the office, walk you in. It's beautiful. You know, you think you made it big and sign here, sign here, sign here. And then uh, walk me out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Sent you back and you didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope you went and opened up a can of whoop ass on those two guys that uh, took you out. I would have, but I was writhing in pain on the ground. <laughs> no, I meant after the fact. <laughs> oh, I should have after. You know, at that point, my wife was uh, eight and a half months pregnant, and I flew home, and I got to be home and watch my uh, oldest be born. So things happen for a reason, and I think Good it was kind of, yeah. kind of meant to be. You know, it's, you look at the, end, the the football now and the injuries, and, I mean, let's face it, I'm a, I'm a fat, ugly white guy. I wasn't going to make it too far. <laughs> That's... That's 98% of the people in this industry. <laughs> Me being one of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. So you're not, you're now with Nordic Components. How long have you been with Nordic? I actually started in April, last April. I uh, was uh, previously with that at, at several different corporations. I was a Target for a while, Polaris for a while, and then uh, started with Nordic in April with uh, some fantastic opportunities and very excited to keep going forward here. We've got some great things going. Very cool. Very cool. Well, we're going to get uh, into more with Casey and uh, Nordic Components here a little bit later in the show, but now it's time for our Jack Wagon of the Week. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. Well, I was just here looking at some stuff, and I actually, you know who Colin Noir is, right, from NRA News? Colin Noir, yeah. He, yeah, there you go. I, I'm sorry if I butchered that, but he um, actually brought up a good and made a good video post today uh, talking about, you know, of course, the common thing, we can't really believe everything we hear on the Internet because there's so always somebody out there trying to bash it or turn the story around a completely opposite direction. Uh, how Wayne LaPierre. Yeah, the Lafayette. Yeah, talking about a violent crime uh, where a nine-year-old girl was killed. Well, a person's name that was mentioned that done the shooting, they compared it to somebody that was completely opposite from the person that they had obviously spelled out right here in their article of who they were talking about, and uh, they were saying that they were racists and all kinds of stuff. And Colin Nor set them straight. And I'm gonna tell you. You know, he he uh, he unleashed about all that, and that was uh, well. He's kind of known for was, his his rants and uh, unleashing on people, and he does a good job with his videos. And you know, most of the time well, he's he's right on target. Yeah, and he set them straight on the whole uh, 
you know, right, so, only people. So give us a little bit. Of, give us a little background on the situation. I don't. Are you talking about the road rage incident? Is that the one? <laughs> uh, no. This little girl, let's see, was um, it? Well, it might have been the road rage incident. I'm sitting here trying to read it right now, and remember, he just made a video today over it. Okay, because I know that a couple of weeks ago we had that road rage incident, and I threw those. Um, just in general, people who have road rage and can't control their, you know, their emotions and anger uh, on the highway. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not familiar with the this what you're talking have about. You guys seen, you know, Casey Greg, I know you. Uh, I know you. You uh, are on Instagram quite a bit. Have you seen the new Instagram now? They're limiting some of the hashtags, and you can't have anything firearm related. Have you guys seen any of that stuff lately? No, I haven't. Not on Instagram. No, really. So Instagram yeah, so is, is limiting the, the hashtags now, huh? So I had several things that came up today. Um, Jesse Tischhauser, for example, posted this morning something in regards to um, Instagram now basically blocking any of the hashtag, you know, IG militia, anything that says gun. There was actually a block, uh, hashtag America is blocked. No way. Like, hashtag, hashtag ISIS was not blocked. So I don't I don't know that for a hundred percent fact, but I'm I'm looking right now and I, I saw a bunch of this this morning reading through it and I just couldn't believe it. And we're trying to you know from an industry standpoint, trying to figure out where we want to go and market and um to, you know that was an open forum for us previously and now it's it's definitely not. Um, yeah, it's like they're they're closing out all social media and that's ridiculous. I mean it. Well, in, it, you gotta stop. I this. was reading through some of the comments. some of the comments on there were saying things like. Um, you, you know, you're getting some crazy people out there that are going to go on there and put hashtags that'll have, uh, you know, naked images or whatever that and use those hashtags. Well, then it's going to get shut down. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, Jesse Tischauser posted something that said, you know, reposts, uh, recent posts from IG Militia, 2A, uh, Defend the Second, Risk Takers, America. Um, they're all currently hidden because the community has reported some content that may not meet Instagram's community guidelines. Huh. Well, see, what's, what's to prevent somebody who's not even in the community from using one of those hashtags for something that they're doing? Nothing. To, to push and promote it in a negative light. There's, there's nothing. You can hashtag yeah. anything you want. Um, and I think that's that. It, it to me, that's what it feels like happened. I don't know, um, but it, to me, it feels like that's the uh, yeah happened. So that was well, and that's the the whole thing with the hashtag, as I understand it, is it's an easier way for you to search for similar type post, right? Correct. Is that what it's for? Yeah. yeah. So people, I mean, people will abuse those hashtags just to get people to go and you know look at their damn post or whatever. So I just don't see how they're going to be able to to block certain ones. If they're going to block one, then they have to block them all. Because we can go under any posting and put a hashtag, uh, you know, save the whales, hashtag save the fur, you know, whatever, and post our stuff under that and get, and I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's stupid. Yep. And that's, that's I, mean, I, that. I guess I could see the confusion. But is it, is it, are they actually doing that? Because uh, some, some of that stuff is, when people get all upset and in arms over that, it's really not the case. So I'm Googling it right now and see if I can find anything about Instagram banning. Let's do that. Hashtags. Instagram's ban bans hashtag EDM hashtag. That's August 2015. 
I don't know, a lot of people get butt hurt over something that might just be a, you know, they might just be having system problems at the time. Yep. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them because you know, Facebook um, has recently been. It, it seems like picking on the gun industry and anything gun related on Facebook. And whenever you post something, I, mean, I could post something one day and it only reaches 200 people and I've got over 50,000 followers and then the next day I could post something and you know it'll go out to 12,000 people yeah it's just it's very sporadic and inconsistent so well I've had it to the point where I can go on and I will do an advertisement and then I will boost that post spend money advertising with them and mm -hmm. I'll get a, a notice you're immediately following, it'll say you're not approved, but they will have taken a couple dollars out of it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. then, then they tell me I'm not approved. Yeah, and then they also say you're guaranteed between this number and this number of people if you pay X amount. And right. I've done I've done that before, and it never met their minimum, but yet they still took my my money. So it's it's a scam. I mean, that's what. And I don't think they're just picking on the gun industry. I think they're doing all business pages like that because they want them to spend the money to boost their post. So instead of instead of this following that you've naturally built and being able to to reach out to them, they're limiting who you can go out to, the people that that follow you and subscribe to you. So, you know, you're not reaching the potential of your your audience that way. And, and I think a lot of people start a lot of people starting to realize that, and they're moving towards other platforms. So that's why you get all this new social media stuff, like what is it, Periscope and uh, Pinterest, and I mean I don't know. There's a blue bazillion. There's new ones popping up every day. They're trying to take advantage of the gaps that these larger companies are starting to, yeah. So so they're you know they're they're trying to I'm take take online right now. Yeah, I said I'm looking online right now, and it does have, for example, the hashtag IG Militia. It says recent posts from IG Militia are currently hidden because the community has reported some content that may not meet Instagram's guidelines. So it's blocking any more posts. Okay. Um, but use that hashtag. And, and there's, there's IG just, Militia. I don't know why it happened or what's going on. Correct. Well, what's IG Militia? Hashtag. It's Instagram Militia. And it's basically just people post that, and it's just, you know, it's honestly, it's a good way to showcase some gun porn and people shooting and different scenarios, and it just has all, it basically just links anybody that has that. And, okay, and, so it's know. an actual group, uh, the IG Militia, okay. Huh. All right, so here I went to their Facebook page, uh, IG Militia. Uh, seven hours ago, it says Instagram lifted the restrictions on all of the other firearms-related hashtags, but we are still on the naughty list for some reason. Hmm. Hashtag IG Militia. Hashtag gun. Hashtag guns. Hashtag gun BLR. Hashtag firearm. Hashtag firearms. Hashtag rifle. Hashtag rifles. Pistol. Pistols. Handgun. Handguns. NRA. 2A. Second Amendment. FPC. Shooting. Shooting sports. Uh, they got looks like all kinds of hashtags in there man see that's why I can't do Instagram is because I just I don't know all the hashtags and when I try to when I try to tag people my big fat thumbs will get in the way and I think I'm tagging somebody but I actually hit somebody else and 
my my Instagram posts are just train wrecks, dude. <laughs> so I'm going to throw myself on the jack wagon train this week for not being able to use Instagram. I think it's a uh, I think you're I'm right there with you. I'm learning every day. I think it's there's so much out there and there's so many different areas to search and different uh, posts and you know the tagging and I got to ask my kids a lot of times what all this stuff means, but. Um, the fact that we couldn't post things, and the one that really kind of pushed me over the edge was that I saw hashtag America was blocked. I'm like, really? You can't even yeah. talk about that. that. That that to me seemed a little. Extreme. But was it really? But was it really blocked? I'm I'm looking right now. The part that gets me is I guess it just I don't know. Maybe I'm just dumb to some of these sites, but uh, and I don't I don't know. I'm only 32, but I feel like I'm showing my age. I guess, but. I only look up specific things that I want to look at anyway. Like, I would have only looked up Nordic Components or Detroit Ammo or Troy Industries or any of those. I'm like kind of like Marty. I'm stupid to the hashtag thing. I don't uh, know exactly how all that links, whatever. It's, I treat it like any type of search thing that I normally do, and I just search for that company, and that's it. Yeah, which I think a lot of people do. So, and now, I'm going to hashtag Nordic underscore comp if I have to tag you guys in anything. So, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, so I got I to gotta throw another uh, person on the jack wagon train. And uh, if anybody watches The Walking Dead or follows The Walking Dead, uh, I didn't see this past Sunday's episode, so I don't know where they've gone with it for now. Do either of you guys watch The Walking Dead? I haven't seen nope. it in a couple weeks, so I'm behind the, behind the eight ball here. Okay, you might want to plug your ears <laughs> on on this, but uh, I guess it was the week before last was the episode where they supposedly killed Glenn, and uh, I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen how that's played out, but I was just throwing The Walking Dead on there for killing Glenn because Glenn was like a like one of the coolest characters. Um, but there's all this controversy, and everybody's thinking that maybe he really, they didn't really kill him. So I didn't see last week's episode, so there might be some clarity on that. But uh, I'm throwing the Walking Dead dudes on there for killing Glenn. I'm right there with you. I just, I just wanted to get that in there. <laughs> so, uh, and then also in the news, there was um, this police officer that supposedly faked uh, or staged his suicide. Have you heard about that one? No. Yeah, so initially hailed as a hero after his death, Fox Lake, Illinois Police Lieutenant Joe Gillen, uh, G-L-I-N-I-E-W-I-C-Z. Anybody want to take a stab at that? Yeah, I didn't think Joe. so. <laughs> yeah. Is now likely to be remembered as another label, a betrayer. Uh, what once appeared to be the killing of an officer in the line of duty turned out to be a carefully staged suicide. Uh, George Falinko, Lake County Major Crimes Task Force Commander, said Wednesday, this state suicide was the end result of extensive criminal acts that Joe had been committing, uh, Falinko said, announcing the conclusions on the investigation to the officer's September the 1st death. The officer had been stealing and laundering money from a police department program that mentored young people hoping to become law enforcement officers. Uh, Joe, the guy who uh, staged his suicide. A leader in that program had been stealing money for at least seven years. The investigation found that the officer who had experience uh, creating mock crime scenes staged his suicide to make it look like a homicide. The officer placed his equipment 
at the scene in an attempt to mislead first responders and investigators to believe this was a homicide. Ultimate betrayal. Far from being a hero, Joe committed the ultimate betrayal with his actions over the past several years. He behaved for years in a manner completely contrary to the image he portrayed. I'm trying to see how he died here. So he was well known in Fox Lake before becoming a police officer. Uh, served active duty in the Army Reserve, 1980-2007, earning a nickname G.I. Joe. Okay. <laughs> so uh, one of my all-time favorite uh, toys, comic book, cartoon character, G.I. Joe, Yo-Jo. So he, he definitely deserves to be on Jack Wagon Train for that. Uh, from those who knew him, he left the military with the rank of first sergeant. The initial assumptions shifted when investigations didn't see anything to indicate there was a struggle physically. Investigators then found that the village of Fox Lake, North Chicago, had started a thorough initial audit of all their assets. Uh, they were concerned uh, they might unearth proof of illicit financial activities. Uh, authorities released text messages, exchanged, blah, blah, blah. Chief won't sign off to move it to American Legion if he should. Uh, I'm just reading through it. I want to find out how he freaking offed himself. <laughs> the last call. Let's see. Joe was under increasing levels of stress from scrutiny, well, bless his damn heart, into what the investigators found to be criminal activity. The veteran officer had planned to retire in August, but was asked to stay on for another month. The last radio call of his more than 30 years on the job was anything but routine. It would signal the beginning of a mystery that stumped investigators for a time. Jeez, if I'd known this article was this long, I wouldn't have started the damn thing. I just want to know how the f***er offed himself. Let's see. The backups arrived at 8 a.m. and a few minutes later found... Uh, all right. So, on the morning of September 1st, the lieutenant sent word over his radio at 7.52 that he was pursuing a trio on foot. Three minutes later, he requested backup. Radio communication dropped off. Colleagues would not hear Joe's voice again. The backups arrived at 8 8 a.m. and a few minutes later found Joe dead. His body was roughly 50 yards from his cruiser, police said. Three people who appeared in a surveillance video near the crime scene were cleared of suspicion. Joe was wearing a bulletproof vest at the time he was shot, according to two law enforcement officials. One of the officials said two shots hit Joe, one stopped by his bulletproof vest, the other entered his torso at a downward angle. The officer's 40 cal pistol was found at the scene. A source involved in the investigation told CNN that his gun was fired, but it wasn't clear who pulled the trigger. Uh, the case was being handled by his homicide. Theories remained on the table. Coroner said he couldn't rule out homicide, suicide, or accident. Massive manhunt was launched in the aftermath. So there's no too much telling how much money and resources were tied up into that. Feel free to jump any time, guys, as I'm reading this. But uh, let's see, more than 400 law enforcement officers. I hadn't heard anything about this. I didn't. It's the first I've heard about this. The FBI, U.S. Marshals, and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives also helped in the hunt. Damn, all these freaking departments were pulled in to find somebody who supposedly shot this guy. That's our taxpayer dollars at work right there, guys. It's still unclear whether... No, they're saying he killed himself. It was it was a suicide. But eventually they pulled out saying no suspects or persons of interest had been identified. Um, but it went in through his hip? Is that what they said? Huh? It went in through his hip? Um, they said one was 
one hit the vest, he had a bulletproof vest, and then one went in through the torso at a downward angle. And they're uh, calling it suicide? They're saying that he, yeah, they're, they're calling it a, an elaborate, um, carefully staged suicide. So in other words, they're trying to say that they're unclear. <laughs> no, they're trying to say that he killed himself. They're, they're saying that he committed suicide, that okay. the heat was on this guy because the you know he was stealing from this charitable organization that he was supposed to be head of for seven years, and they they were on to him, and I guess he probably found out that they were on to him, and um, probably away. probably for his family's sake, instead of committing suicide to where they weren't going to get any kind of pension or anything like that, if he committed suicide, he staged it to make it look like... Um, he was in pursuit of some criminals, and they got the better of him and killed him. Wanted to go out a hero, but he was really just a dirtbag. Exactly. If that's the case, you know. It's sad that he made it all the way to first sergeant, apparently, and just threw away all those years and time and service for crap. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hate to think that somebody would that would do that, but if that's true about his past, then, you know, wouldn't put this by him either. So, Joe Glenn Iwizgizgi, <laughs> welcome to the uh, afterlife jack wagon train, brother. <laughs> All right, so that's our jack wagon train for the week. I wasn't really, really, who were you throwing on the jack wagon train, Casey? I wasn't real clear on that. Well, it's, it's the Huffington Post. They hung themselves in that conversation is what it was. Okay, so you're throwing, you're not throwing Coley in the war to be clear. No, no, throwing no, the no, I'm praising him for for the job that he'd done by setting them straight. Okay, uh, they embarrassed themselves by uh, trying to make it racial about the head of the NRA talking about this guy that should be behind bars yeah. that shot this nine year old girl, but yet they took the person that he was talking about and looked up completely somebody else, and then they tried to make it racial. Yeah. And Colin Noor, for, dude, he, Noor, he set them. Noir. Noir. It's French. Great. <laughs> I mean, it was. Uh, He's good about that. He was good about coming out um, when those reporters were killed, and that, that one girl's dad came out just uh, hell-bent on, Changing gun laws, you know, thinking that he, you know, is going to change the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he was good about coming out and calling that guy out on the mat too. Oh yeah, well, I mean, he got all kinds of crap. He caught all kinds of crap over that, but I mean, you got to commend the guy for having the balls to come out and speak against somebody at that time of their life. Also, you know, when they just lost their daughter to a murder. Oh yeah, well, I'm glad he approached this this whole racial thing that they tried to do because you know that's what it. That's what it always turns into. Somebody on the opposite side that wants to make something racial to make themselves look good, and also during making that change, they attack our gun rights. And it's just it's just the the liberal stirring shit, man. That's what they do. They stir shit. They skew the facts uh, by just making up nonsensical bullcrap. Well, and that's the part that I was glad to see him head on him about because you know, like I tell people all the time, look, I don't care. That, this racial stuff has got to stop. I serve next to guys that are Latino, black, white, you name it. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. We all wear the same uniform, the same red, white, and blue, and we fight for the right thing in this country. Right. I'm tired of people pulling racial crap. Stop. Yeah. 
And if somebody's a dumbass, they're not a dumbass because they're black or white or Asian. They're a dumbass because they're a dumbass. Exactly. <laughs> I got dumbasses in my family. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure all of us do. It has nothing to do. Everybody does. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, I, I, I'm sure if you ask some members of my family, I'm a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> What's that saying? You know, if you look around and you don't see the dumbass in the room, you're the dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> poker table. Yeah. yeah. The if sucker. You can spot the sucker. You are the sucker. That's right. And that's nine times out of ten me. <laughs> we got to play a poker then. I like that. <laughs> I love, dude. I love playing Texas Hold'em. That's like if if I was like just a millionaire and I had nothing else to do, I would play poker and I would shoot guns. That, that's all I'd do. I don't know that you could really make a better living doing something. That'd be that's that's a dream right there. Yeah, something to that's, shoot for. That's <laughs> that's my ultimate go goal is to. Uh, I'm trying to play do. I'm not trying to play poker, but I'm trying to shoot for a living. I'm trying to get to where Jerry's at one day. <laughs> play play Texas Hold'em and shoot guns. I gotta have a backup plan for when I'm done firefighting and I'm done being in the military. There you go, poker, Texas Hold'em. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think I'd rather be like Jerry. And but see, food. that's why I would have to be a, a multi-millionaire to do that is because I would lose every time. I wouldn't win because I suck at poker, but I love playing it. I like to pretend as well. Yeah, I like to pretend I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, so let's move on to – all right, so we're going to hit Casey from Nordic Components up with the new guy questions, and he is complete, completely unprepared for this, aren't you, Casey? Uh, unfortunately, I am, so we'll see yep. what happens here. All right, so question number one, how did you originally get involved with firearms? What's your earliest recollection of shooting a gun? Boy, I was a young kid. That was the way of life for me. I grew up in northern Minnesota um, hunting and fishing, and that, that just was a part of life. I remember my earliest memories are my old man put me on a snowmobile, and we'd go clear his trap line. Um, you know, just that's what we did, right? So that's a different experience, right there. You know, the whole a lot of us down here in the South yeah. don't get is the the snowmobile aspect of it. That's got to be cool. It's it's a lot of fun, and the, the snowmobiles that I rode when I was the snowmobiles now are not. It's night and so, but I mean, I I think I've been around five of them for years, and I think that's just a part of. Uh, I think it's a part of being an American is you, you got to be involved in it, and you you know it's a it's a right we have, and it's. It's something that I am going to raise my kids with, and I think it's important. So Damn right. Hashtag America. Hashtag America. <laughs> take that Instagram. Yeah. Let's take that and shove it up your ass Instagram. Do you, do you have any law enforcement or military background? No, yeah. I do not. I, I, I actually was recruited to play uh, football for the Air Force. Heavily. Oh, okay. Um, actually had a couple of the guys come out, and then... I, I never had any desire. I, finally, I looked at the recruiter, and I said, look at me. I'm huge. There's no way I'm going to fly a damn airplane. <laughs> I just kind of laughed. So, he's, no, he's, I don't. He said floors need to be swept also. Yeah. <laughs> I said, that's not all it's about. And I'm like, you just said the Air Force. To me, that means I'm flying a plane, and I am not going to squeeze my big body into a uh, fighter jet. So 18-year-old kid, I didn't know any better, you know? Yeah. So that's your that's your brush with the the military right there. <laughs> My father-in-law um, is uh, retired. He was a Army Ranger, Special Forces guy. I think he retired as a first sergeant. Um, so 
you know, I hang out with him, and he and I go back and forth. He's connected me to several guys uh, in the in the military and the U.S. Marshals, um, and then we're working with them pretty closely right now with all the, the things we got in the works here at Nordic. So awesome! That's awesome. Wasn't involved, but I got some pretty solid connections. So there you go. Good deal. All right. So when it comes to pop culture, what's your go-to? Whether it be a movie, a magazine, a book, a YouTube channel. Um, what what's your go to? ESPN News. ESPN News, huh? <laughs> that's that's where I go for my uh, my uh, news and entertainment. I'm uh, I'm not into the whole pop culture thing. The uh, well, ESPN's kind of pop culture. Yeah, it is, yeah. and I think I, I'm just a I really enjoy sports. I you know I'm uh, I'm involved pretty heavily with all that. And uh, Minnesota, yeah. we don't get to celebrate too many sports wins and championships, so um, we're gonna take what we can get, and I'll go from there. Yeah, well, at least you're not doing a coaching change right in the middle of the the season. <laughs> Titans fired Actually, their we have coach yesterday. Really, coach too. That's the crazy part. What's that? Say it again, Casey. I like Ken. I said yeah. I like Ken Wisenhut. I think he's a great coach. Yeah, I, th- I just I just don't think he had the tools for his type coaching. Yeah, no, he'll do well. Six isn't going to be. Well, hell, he walked away with twenty five million dollars, so he doesn't have to coach ever again if he doesn't want to. I feel pretty bad for him for losing his job. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> he's old Ken's going to be okay, I think, unless he's unless he's got a bad gambling habit or something, uh, and thinks he's going to be a Texas Hold'em world champion. Yeah, funny. <laughs> That's the first thing I do. I swear, if I if I had a twenty five million dollar buyout, I'd be in Vegas at the first uh, Texas Hold'em table. <laughs> I always tell my wife, if I win the lottery, I'm going to take half of it and go to Vegas, spend it on gambling, hard living, and dirty women, and then I'm going to spend the other half foolishly. (laughs) Foolishly. (laughs) And she said, no, I'm taking the other half if you go to Vegas. (laughs) She said, I'll take the other half and the kids, and I'll see you later. Yeah, enjoy Vegas, baby. Exactly. (laughs) What what is your bucket list gun, your next got to have, want to have? Uh, firearm could be a piece of equipment. Price be damned, laws be damned. What would you like to have? You know, my buddy, uh, I got a really good buddy who, who uh, I played football with who runs a pheasant ranch in South Dakota. It's number two ranch. It's a phenomenal facility, and he has a 50 cal. Because I don't have a military background, I fired that thing four times in my life. It is the, the funnest four trigger pulls I've ever had. So I'd give anything to <laughs> You're talking about like a, a semi-auto 50 cal? Correct. Yeah, he had a uh, I can't remember what it was now, but he he uh, he had tracer rounds, and we were shooting the tra- and he's in the middle, nice. and he got middle of nowhere, South Dakota, and we were watching those things. I swear, you could see it for a mile. It was just <laughs> yeah, it was a trip. Yeah, that's pretty satisfying, isn't it? Have and you all the good? Oh, you cut out on me. Now don't have access to. It. Sorry. That's okay. You cut out on me. You said being at Nordic. Oh, I said being at Nordic, I have uh, access to quite a few fun toys now, so that's one I don't have access to. I was going to say, um, you know, that's something we'll get into here in a, l- a little bit later, but I, I bet you've got some pretty interesting toys that you could uh, get your hands on there at work. Absolutely, we do. Is there a firearm that you once had that you'd like to get back? I can't think of one I've gotten rid of. How's that sound? Hey, that's great. That's that's so. So you're the type that once you get it, you don't want to don't want to part with it. 
Well, we have a lot. In, in a lot of the, the weapons that I had, I have from when I was a kid. And my, I actually keep them up at my old man's house uh, in northern Minnesota. Um, yeah. For hunting or whatever. So um, don't have them at my house right now, but that's that to me is... You know, what was the first firearm that was yours that you could say, that that was mine, whether you know somebody gave it to you or you went out and bought it? My Red Rider. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> what's, what's, your, what's your first <laughs> bullet gun? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, it's just shotgun. I think my old man, we big into Ducks Unlimited up there, and I won as a little kid. I remember going. I don't remember how old I was at this point, but I won a shotgun. You know, they put your name in the drawing, and I won a. It was a 12 gauge Browning, or I can't remember exactly what it was at this point, but. Um, and how old were you? I might have been eight or ten years old. Yeah, you, you know, don't just, see that shit happening these days, do you? Nobody's no, giving no. an eight year old a shotgun. I remember they pulled me up on stage, and it was, you know, you know, a big deal as a little kid. Um, but it, it was a, I can't remember exactly. It was like a, it's never been shot. It was a special gun, so we just kept it. You know, you just keep it and hang on to it. You never shoot it. And it was like their gun of the year or something. It was some crazy deal. I don't know how the heck I got, how I won it, but it was, you know, a dollar, a raffle ticket or whatever it was at, at that time. And, right. of course, my name got little kid. And I don't even know. I think they had to give it, obviously, to my old man. But um, to me, that right. was a hilarious endeavor. Very Looking cool. Back, you still I, have that? Oh, yeah. It's still up there. Never been never been shot because it's – um. It's uh, you know, and I am spacing on exactly what the what the model was, but it was like their um, showpiece basically, and it was meant cool. to just be showpiece. So. Okay, but it could function if you wanted it to. Oh, if need be, but there's if we've got be. plenty others. So really oh sure, to... sure. What was the uh, first big game you took down? Uh, Whitetail. Whitetail. Uh, How old were you? Yeah. Oh god, maybe ten. Nice. We were. That's we young. were. Uh, you got to know where, where I grew up. It was in a town called Poposki, Minnesota, and you can look that one up on a map and try and find it. Uh, there okay, wasn't many I of will. Us. It, was, it was in the middle of nowhere, and we, you know, just how we rolled back then. Um, that was a part of, uh, you know, that was a part of our diet. And five, I grew up with five kids in the family, and uh, you know, my mother was at home. My old man worked a lot, and whitetail was a source of red meat for us. So it's P U P O S K Y. And that's in between the Poposki Lake and Lake Julia. Correct. Uh, if you look a little bit north, there's some. There's a Knutson Road, and there's a. Yeah, that's, that's my uh, homeland. Yeah, that's just, just south there, of. Right up by Red Lake. Yeah. Yeah, Lower Red Lake. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, right there. Very cool. That looks like a great hunting area right there. Absolutely. We were up there Water. three weeks ago, duck hunting. Um, Beautiful. Love it. That's my favorite time of year. I go up there. I live in the Twin Cities now, but um, still have the homestead up there. There's several, I don't know, thousand acres where my grandpa has. Um, we go up there, and it's just, I go out riding through the woods. And Casey Griggs, I see a, uh, a hunting trip in our future. <laughs> Anytime. Hells yeah. Yes. I think. I've, I've never been hunting in Minnesota before. That would be cool. No, I've never even been in Minnesota that I can, that I can think of. Now, I've been to Minnesota. I just You're never hunted there. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is I played baseball with a guy uh, in high school who was from Minnesota. And we used to always aggravate him. We always asked him, did you go uh, ice fishing? He's, you know, because he was always like, yeah, we always go ice fishing. You know, he'd say it like that. And it, it was just real funny just to talk with him about it. And we'd always joke about ice fishing in Minnesota. 
Minnesota. Yo, but my ice, my ice house is probably nicer than some people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> probably bigger too, huh? Oh, that's a that's a that's no joke around here. I live right by a lake, and and we're out ice. I can't wait for the ice to come out and go fishing. Well, hell, it's probably uh, getting pretty close up there, isn't it? You guys had snow yet? It snowed a little while. Was it two weeks ago? I had a few flakes, but today it was almost 70 outside. Yesterday was 70, mid 70s. Yeah, it was warmer tomorrow, here today too. It could be 30 below tomorrow here too. Just on Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. You can the have messed up. Yeah, you can have the Minnesota weather. I'll I'll go visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. God bless you. I love it. I like All right, the, so so the last question is: if you could spend the day at the range with anyone. Uh, whether they're still living, uh, dead, fictional, who would it be and why? It'd have to be, it'd have to be Jerry Micklick. After watching him shoot that three-gun match, it's an infinite amounts of learning. You can just, just from observing that man shoot, it, it's unbelievable. You know, it's yeah. just the things you could learn. Um, when I was watching him shoot shotgun, I'd never seen anything like it. It was just unbelievable how, how he performed, and, and that would be that's a no-brainer for me. That, that You could learn so much, I think. It wouldn't even be funny. Yeah. And I think, wasn't that your answer also, KCG? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's a, he, he is an unbelievable person. Uh, he's nice to talk to as well. You know, he gave me some tips and pointers about the Mossberg, the JM Pro 930 that I use, that he uses, and uh, some things to, you know, to look for, how to care for it and stuff. And we were at the Trijicon Challenge. Yeah. And uh, you can oh. tell... All his years, he's just a well of knowledge. Yeah, I, I want to, I want to meet him. I've had a couple of events that I've been where he's been at, but I just, you know, he's so busy and there's always people around him. I just, you know, I hate to to bother him. <laughs> I'd really like to meet yeah. him sometime. He's definitely got his own thoughts. I think that's the best part about it. He's a good, you know, he's a celebrity for all intents and purposes. Oh, absolutely. In this industry, yeah, yeah, he is. You wouldn't know it talking to him from nothing, and I think that's the part I respect the most is he's just a normal guy. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something that, you know, I think that come up in a conversation that we had a little while ago, uh, Marty, was uh, how some people let this stuff go to their head, and they get that star mentality. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, don't forget where you started and how you started and who got you there. Yeah. No, that's that's the big thing, and that, that's what Jerry shows. I mean, he's a prime example of he respects everybody from the ground up and and loves them for how he got, how he got started. So he's, right. you know. Well, maybe one day we'll be fortunate enough to get him on the show. Hint, hint. Yeah. Casey K. <laughs> well, if uh, <laughs> Casey uh, K. Casey K. Nordic <laughs> may have a better attachment. May have a better contact with him than I have. Yeah, I think uh, I think Nordic. We do sponsor Team Mechalik, so. There you go. All right, so now that we've learned a little bit about Casey K, say your last name again, Casey. Knutson. Knutson. Now that we've learned more about Casey Knutson, let's find out more about Nordic Components. So you guys are a fairly new company, right? We've been around. The grander scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, we're, I would say, 15 years probably we've been around. Um, 
it started actually the, the the organization started we're a machine shop by trade we have all 20 plus cnc machines and lays and um we're turning metal every single day into firearms for our, some of the largest manufacturers in the industry actually we have we're a oem supplier for probably the four largest uh rifle manufacturers in the industry and i don't think a yeah. lot of people know that so interesting market and i think we're we're doing some really cool things here coming up that I'm uh, I'm really excited about and I'm pretty uh, pretty excited to be able to share and showcase them as we move forward here. It's going to be good. Yeah. Now you guys, your trademark, kind of what you're known for, are your shotgun tube uh, extensions. Absolutely, I think that's uh, you know that's kind of what puts at. you on the map, so to speak. Absolutely, we, it's a you know Casey Griggs runs them, Jerry Mickler runs them on his uh, competition shotguns. That's we really own the, the three-gun competition market, um, but one of the things I think we want to debunk is the fact that they're not only for competitive shotguns. We're you're big into the hunting. Um, everybody who is a goose hunter, who uh, I, I mean, let's just get serious between us us guys on the on this call here. Uh, who couldn't use a little bit more length, right? I mean, I think at the end of the day, <laughs> I think that's that's every every guy's dream. You know, if 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 guys could have surgery like women have for their boobs, they're the pant industry would go buy stock in it. You know what I'm saying? Because there wouldn't be a pair of pants on earth that would fit us. <laughs> I have that problem already, but... Well, you, you know, being from Minnesota, <laughs> you get that extra layer like Eskimos. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's funny. So I need, I need one of those extensions for my giraffe gun here. What is that thing? I can't even see it. <laughs> It's it's a Mossberg 500, and uh, I did the dipstick coatings um, giraffe pattern on it. I hydro dipped it. Uh, I just had a wild hair at my butt. I saw the giraffe pattern. I was like, you know, that looks like a cool-ass pattern. I think I'll dip something in it, and I did my Mossberg, and it turned out pretty good. Wow. I mean, I don't know if I'd bring that out too many places, but, you know. Oh, absolutely, dude. I'm secure. I'm secure. I love it. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll rock this anywhere I go, baby. I love this. <laughs> and haters be hating. But wouldn't this look really good with one of those big, long Nordic components? That would just fit the whole giraffe scheme even better, the big, long neck. You know what I'm saying? You know what would fit it even better? What's that? Would be, uh, exactly what the episode, we'll see, no. It was the video that you posted to me on a shotgun stage at Rock Castle when the, the cheeky Brit... Yeah, <laughs> that I needed a match saver on my shotgun. <laughs> exactly. Yep, that would have been perfect. Uh, so you, you, Casey, you got to let me hydro dip your shotgun, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know that I'd let you do a uh, giraffe dip. That's a little odd. I've never seen that. How did you come up with a giraffe theme? Dude, you go to dip123. Uh, that's um, that's Dipstick's website, and they've okay. got... They've got hundreds of different patterns, and they can even make custom patterns. They're in the process of making me one right now, a talking lead um, coating that I can. I've got a special project I'm going to dip with the uh, talking lead logo that he's going to do. I'm, I'm anxious to see how they're going to do it, but if you can think of it, you know, you can make a freaking pattern out of it. And it's just, are you familiar with hydro dipping at all? I am. I've never seen a giraffe pattern. I'm not going to lie to you, but oh, they've uh, got they've got cow patterns. They've got uh, zebra. They got any kind of animal print you can think of. It's out there. They've got all these cool skulls. I built uh, an AR for my girlfriend, and um, 
she was on their side, and she was on. I was like, "Honey, I've got it built." I said, "What kind of pattern do you want?" And she was on there for days, just trying to decide what she wanted. I was like, "Forget <laughs> it." I said, "Forget it. I'm going to pick one, and you're just going to like what I get." She's a huge Mickey Mouse fan, so I I dipped her AR with Mickey Mouse. It's got. I'll show you. I'll show you. I've got pictures on Facebook page, but uh, I'll show you. What I, might, what I might do. What I like. Uh, you know, I, I noticed that they mentioned something about the, the cryptic blue camo that I have on my shotgun, which I like because it goes perfect with Nordic Components colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind having like a, a NC sticker or something that I could put on like the the receiver part of the shotgun. Well, um, Danny could make a film, a Nordic Components film uh, with the logo and whatever. We could dip. You know, the buttstock or something like that, or the tube. Actually, we could do the tube or something like that. Yeah, the tube might be a good option because... Uh, you need to do something different than the what the Michelics have that makes it stand out as this is Casey Griggs' Nordic components. Yeah. yeah. CG3GNC. <laughs> yeah, just put the, just put the, uh, the coupon code or, or the discount code NCCG3G on the side, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this or not, Casey. Can you see that? Not that really. picture? Yeah, okay. It's kind of light. Oh, I got your number. I'll text it to you. That probably would have been a better option, but you know what I mean? Hey. I'll text you a picture of it here. If my freaking window, damn Windows phone. Don't ever get a Windows phone, man. I rock the iPhone. I don't ever get away from it. <laughs> when this eventually breaks down and dies, I'm going to switch over. I'm going to break down and switch over to the freaking iPhone, I guess. There people. are so many people that are haters, and then they get one, and they wonder why they never had one. I have there's so many people I know that have, every time I'm talking to them, they're having issues with their phone, and I've had this for over two years and haven't had a single problem with it. Yeah. And I'm rough on stuff. Well, it's it's just like it's just like Facebook and Instagram. You know, once those people take over, I just didn't want to conform because once – you know, they've got control over it, then they're going to start changing stuff and forcing you to do this and forcing you to do that. you got to have options, so you got to support the, the underdog, and I know Microsoft's not an underdog, <laughs> but in that world, they're the underdog, I guess, with the phones. You are not kidding about this Mickey Mouse theme, are you? Oh. I told you, dude. M-I-C-K-E-Y-R-I-F-L-E. That's actually incredibly impressive. They did that's. A very good job too. I mean, wow. Thank you. I go. Like I did the charging handle. I did the dust cover. Wow, that's awesome. I want to get the um, the body of it instead of black. I want to do it in red. But I don't think she's gonna let me do that. I think it look good in red. Yeah, it would. But so, Casey K. Uh, you know, we know what you're known for. You know, your trademark are those those really cool shotgun tube extensions, but now you guys have some very impressive new products coming out, and one that I really like to, to get my hands on and test out is you've got that 22 upper that you guys have now. It's been, it's We had an original version, um, and then we, we went through and redesigned it and came out with this uh, this RB round bolt, phenomenal running machine. I mean, we have been trying to break this. I had a guy run some ammo he found in the back of his closet that was about 30 years old, and musty, dirty, whatever, and he couldn't get it to fail. So we've had nothing but success with this thing. We have tons out in the market, and we're just all positive, very positive feedback right now. So it's yeah. been good. So now, I mean, there's a blue bazillion 
you know, 22 conversion uppers out there. What what sets yours apart from the rest of the field? I need to get you one. I think if you go out and you look at the quality of the products that go into ours uh, versus at that same price point or even higher price points, what's out there, you're going to get a plastic handguard. Um, you're going to get kind of some chintzy feeling things where ours is a 100% metal design. It's 100% machined in-house. The only thing that is not done in-house is, uh, you know, some of the springs but and the flash hider. Outside of that, handguard, barrel we're turning in-house. We're doing the bolt. Every component of the bolt is done in-house. Charge nice. handle. We, it's 100% Nordic. And, uh, it, and Nordic is 100% America. Correct. Absolutely. We are Hashtag America. Based out of Minnesota, and we, uh, we we do all the work in-house, and it's all 100%, uh, 100%, I'll say that again, American-made products. We, we employ a lot of great great people, and uh, I think we all take a ton of pride in, in our products, and, and quality uh, is a huge aspect of what we're going after, and I think our, you know, our extension tubes speak to that and all the other components with that. It's really, really what we're all about. And, and to be honest with you, I could charge several hundred dollars more for this upper based on the quality, but I'm not really worried about that. I'm more worried about getting it out into the market, and, and we want to have our brand and our name known for being quality and affordable products. And I think we're, you know, we're different than a lot of the other companies that are out there. They have, you know, an OEM. Some of the people that we supply, for example, um, they have to pay three, four middlemen. And then that cost, all that does is get passed on to the consumer. So the MSRP is that much higher, where we have the ability to manufacture, assemble, and sell in-house. So we don't right. have to have that process and escalate the, the pricings. Yeah. And like you said, you guys are one of the main suppliers. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, the main stand for some of the, the local companies out of Minnesota um, and some of the big name guys out there. Uh, yeah. We, we definitely support with all their products and, and yeah and not, I know you can't I know you can't mention you know the companies that you guys supply for but I mean we're talking about some of the major uh, rifle companies out there major uh, heavy hitters and uh, I mean that speaks volumes for the quality of your of your guys products so absolutely yep. uh, and now do you guys to... okay go ahead I'm sorry that's that's gonna be my next question is you know, just the natural maturation of the process is, you know, I would expect that you guys would have your own, come out with your own line of rifles. Yeah, actually we're working um, pretty extensively right now with the U.S. Marshals and uh, the Chief Warrant Officer out of Bragg and uh, on our 308 platform and our AR-15 platform as well as uh, the 300 Blackout. Um, the Special Operations Group of the United States Marshals is pretty pretty excited about the, the Blackout and some of the different things that we have in the works that... Uh, I want to get done here, and I'd love to showcase and show you guys because I think when you see the things that we have coming, you're going to be very impressed. Um, it, it's all great quality stuff. It's all we got some pretty cutting edge and some pretty innovative uh, things that I feel like are going to be uh, right. different for the market, um, and it's going to be it's it's all good stuff. I'm telling you, we're not new to the game here. We've been doing this for years, um, but we're just going to do it. Take all the learnings we've had from all the different manufacturers and all the different contracts we've had, and, and roll. Well, I'm glad to hear that quality. you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm glad to hear that you guys are getting into the uh, you know doing things with the 300 blackout market. Uh, it's one of my favorite rounds. I've just you know ever since it came out and I've learned more about it. I just think that the 300 blackout is probably one of the most versatile uh, platforms that you could have with the the ability to go subsonic with it and the the accuracy that it. Of course, it's more accurate with the subsonic from what I hear 
but then with the the supersonic uh, being able to keep it on the you know the 300 blackout on the, the AR platform with just a change of a barrel and everything else is compatible uh, and then you can use that you know that 30 caliber is a lot better hunting round than you know two two three or five five six so you know it just makes a lot more sense. Well, on that Absolutely. note, for a subsonic ammo for 300 blackout, the sponsor that I just picked up for ammo makes some subsonic ammo for 300 blackout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Detroit Ammo Company. So yeah. they, and but tell me what you're doing. Tell me what you're doing with the 300 blackout, uh, KCK. I think right now we're we're working on getting it. Um, you know, in talking again, I don't have a, a huge military background, but we're working with some of the special operations groups in, like I said, the marshals. Uh, we were working with the 10th group out of Colorado. Um, some of the close quarters entry weapons, we're, we're coming out, we have um, some shorter barrel things coming out in the 300 blackout round. So, um, so really a QCB uh, or a CQB rifle, sorry. Um, mm -hmm. And then it, that subsonic round suppressed. You can shoot yeah. it in a room, and it's not it's not a ear buster. So it, it's just right. a unique round for us for that. Um, the subsonic three hundred round has the um, it, it's from what I hear it's it's the best, if not one of the best um, suppressed rounds that you can shoot as far as the accuracy, you know, maintaining your accuracy with that. We're uh, we're actually starting next week. We're going to be running a ton of rounds through these um, just to test that we you know we're we're trying to figure all that stuff out. We we do extensive testing on all of our rifles, so we know what's going to happen, and we can speak to the consumers who call us if there's issues. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, we can refine the things before we go to market. So that's really we're in that testing phase. Uh, like I said, working with the marshals on some of this stuff, and you know one of the tricky things with that blackout is the gas system. How are we going to refine that to go suppressed and unsuppressed? and what's the easiest and quickest way to go about that. And I think mm -hmm. we've kind of got it figured out. So um, like cool. I said, we get really cool things in the works that I think are going to be very beneficial to those who who, uh, who take, a, take a look at us here in the near future. It's going to be some cool stuff that I'm, I'm going to for sure be sharing with you um, because I, I do think it's a, it's a phenomenal area for us, that blackout. It, it is a really interesting round. You know, it's not the long-range round, and it never was intended to be. But mm -hmm. you know, up to 300 meters, you're—it's a solid round. I mean, it's no, what I would definite. be. Casey G, what were you saying? I would be—I'd uh, be interested to see what the uh, Hornady um, Amax round would do through a 300 blackout. Hmm. We tested some, I feel like, and I don't have the data in front of me to to speak about it. But we have tested probably 10 to 15 different um, different ammo providers through it. But yeah, we, we went through. That's one of the things we, we do is we want to make sure what it, what it likes the most, right? It, every every rifle is a little bit different, and it might like Remington over Hornady, or you know who knows what it's going to mm -hmm. like. So mm -hmm. we're really just trying to get a, a good assortment. So. We can test it all and ensure we can communicate with the uh, the consumers that this is the recommended round and here's what we've seen as far as data and I think that'll help us along the along the, the path we're going here. Very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to to see what you guys come out with too. Uh, in your whole, I mean, all of your rifle lines, the AR-10, the AR-15, very exciting stuff that you guys got got coming up. Now, is there anything else new and exciting that that we could look forward to from Nordic Components? I think it's it's all that we're we're looking at putting kits together. Uh, one of the ideas that we have been kicking around here is around a pistol kit. Um, provide three or four different uppers and one lower. Mm -hmm. So you get a 22 short barrel rifle. You get a 
you know, a shorty 308, or not a 308, 300 blackout, short barrel uh, Air 15, all kind of, so we all it is is pop the two pins and you got, you know, three different rifles and a change of a hat. So we're just looking at different combinations, how we can, you know, you really have to buy the one lower and you can have mm -hmm. different rifles in that short length and you can, you know, obviously you can get the longer length as well. So um, one of the things right. that we do very well because we're a machine shop, we can hold such tight tolerances that, you buy our lower and you buy an upper that matches, they are going to fit. And it is a rock solid fit. And I'm sure you guys have each held a rifle in your hands and you, you get that get little, little rock. Mm -hmm. Ours are, are not like that. You get the, you know, I had a, the chief warrant officer out of Bragg who flew up and was shooting our 308s. He said, you know, have you ever driven a Ferrari? And I said, nope, never have. I'm not that lucky. <laughs> he said, I have. And I can tell you that it's like, you know, there's differences in rifles. And, you know, you're going to get your, you know, your Camaro. And it's a nice vehicle. But he said, every once in a while, you're going to get the chance to drive that Ferrari. And you're going to get to feel that quality. And you just know it's <laughs> full of the trigger. Yeah. And I, you know, I took that as a huge compliment for us as far as the quality. And, and, and again, that's the, the goal for us is really to just have some, you know, let's face it, there's a, in 10,000 different companies that produce AR-10s and AR-15s. How are we going to differentiate? And I think right. controlling that quality, producing that Ferrari is our goal. Yeah. What I would have told him is like, uh, no, sir, but I did get a blowjob in a Ford one time. <laughs> Eat that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? You're an officer in the military. How the hell are you driving a Ferrari? Who did you know? Who did what? You know, the best alternative to uh, three-gun practice, of course, is a 22 rifle. If you can find the 22 ammo worth the buy. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the, uh, the 223, I mean, it, you know, some of it can get expensive, uh, depending on what you load for. Like me, I've actually found that the rifles that I shoot hold a group with uh, Nosler ballistic tips unrealistic. It's it's uh, it's a pretty tight freaking group. Yeah. Um, but... Um, you know, 22s, you can, that's what you was talking about, the versatility of it, being able to throw any lower receiver to that upper receiver. So that's having the feel of the same trigger that you use in competition with that upper receiver. And, uh, you know, that's that's huge. Same weight, too. I mean, it's all, it's, you know, ours isn't plastic. We're not going cheap components. It gets you that same feel, your competition rifle. And that's one of the things we're trying to, again, that three-gun community is kind of our... Uh, where we feel the most comfortable right now, but we want to branch out and get out into the different markets. And I think uh, right. our 308s, the, the, the guys in-house, actually the owner and uh, the product leader, um, were hitting quarter MO groups at 200, 200 meters all day long. And these snipers came out and were plinking a four-inch plate at 400 yards doing mag dumps and one after the next into that four-inch plate. So nice. I feel very confident about our accuracy. And, and, uh, and again, that's just... it's. Now, are you guys... Do you guys have barrels? Are you um, manufacturing your own barrels? We uh, have our own specs to the barrels. We're not. A, we don't turn the the. Uh, you know, we're not a gotcha. rifling. Yeah. We leave that professional. So we we have our actual specs that we have them turn the barrels to. Okay. Um, as far as internal rifling, we that's all pretty standard yeah. stuff. So, but, we, but you we guys. Our, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's a hundred percent our specs. Um, pretty much every component on it that you can have as far as upper, lower, handguard. Um, we're actually coming out with a new small diameter handguard here. Actually, should start production tomorrow um, when the extrusion arrives. It's going to be a very, you know, most handguards are a two-inch diameter. We're going a little smaller, mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be weight, easier grip on the hands. Um, 
and it's going to be uh, again some really cool stuff that we got going. I could shoot you over some imagery of it, and uh, so you can yeah, see. Yeah, I'm actually uh, wanting to replace the handguard on this. Uh, I've been holding this. This is my 300 blackout that I built. It's it's a little heavier than what I want it to be, and I've got an ergo on it right now, and uh, I think that's just a little bit. It's adding a little bit more weight to it than what I what I want. But I'd like to get a little bit longer one, but that thinner, like you're talking about, the smaller diameter. Yep. I think that would be perfect. Yeah, no, it's a it's a really cool design, and we actually have um, you know our upper handguard. Everything's going to be all pretty seamless. So um, yeah, some really cool stuff coming. Cool. Now, do you guys have any of the carbon fiber handguards out right now? No, we don't do carbon fiber. We're into the metal business. We're uh, like I said, a machine shop, and we're very yeah. good at turning metal. So. American okay. steel, American aluminum. We're gonna keep it all. And uh, are you doing uh, bolt carrier groups? We have a, we have a few that we've done. Um, we're gonna get back into the bolt carrier groups because I think that's just a. It's we're a precision manufacturing facility. Um, mm -hmm. Most of our rifles will have Nordic stuff in it. You know, from every yeah. every metal component is gonna be something that we had our hands on. So it's gonna be right. Uh, that's the idea, at least at this point, is just to make sure we can we control all that, so we can control the accuracy, we can control the quality, we can really be involved with all aspects of the rifle. Yeah, triggers, all we that. We don't deal with triggers. We use uh, Hyperfire, CMC. That's kind of the the two brands that we carry right now, and we resell. Gotcha. Uh, phenomenal triggers that we've we've kind of really fallen in love with some of those Hyperfires. So. So as a uh, a rifle builder. Yeah, if I wanted to go to your website, I can pretty much get everything that I need to build a complete AR-10, AR-15, 300 blackout, whatever it may be, from your website. Is that correct? Our lowers are not on there yet because we're in production. They're literally, hopefully right now. As we speak, huh? Yeah, so we're we're in the production phase right now with all of those, um, and then they're going to be on the website. That's We have uppers on there right now. We have some barrels. That's all literally as we're talking things are moving here i got barrels arriving on friday and then we're going to send them out for cryo treatment so we're going to you know we're Sweet. doing all sorts of crazy stuff here so very cool um, and and leadheads you're you're in luck because nordic has set you guys up with another discount you can go to nordiccomp.com check out their website and you can use the standard leadhead code and get 7% off Is that right that's correct there you go. So you guys need to take advantage of that. It's not going to last forever. Uh, I think it's going to run until end of January, something like that. Is right, that right now, yep, that's the plan. Okay. Uh, so you guys, this is the time of year uh, where if you know you got Christmas in mind, <laughs> it's a great time to go and start stocking up. Uh, maybe tell tell your wife, tell your girlfriend, tell your mom, tell your dad. You know, you want uh, a handguard, you want a boat carrier group, you want a shotgun extension tube for Christmas. Well, give them that code, that discount code LEADHEAD, and they're going to get 7% off. So take advantage of that, LEADHEADS. Yeah, I actually done some campaigning for you the other day on uh, Casey at Nordic. Um, I talked to a guy who is big in hunting, uh, like we talked about, the snow geese. Yeah, he actually owns a facility up north, uh, somewhere a huge lodge hunting resort, uh, and he was going to try to hook me up with him because he actually keeps firearms with tube extensions for people to rent if they come and say a company rents it out for the day yep. to go hunting. He can 
provide the shotguns. And I thought, man, I said, that'd be a opportune time to hook up Nordic components with him to put all those uh, tube extensions and things on the shotguns, you know, to try to help branch you guys out to show people three, Nordic is not just about three gun. It's about hunting, your own recreational use. It's about everything. Anything anything you want to use your firearm for, you know, they've got got something for that, right? Absolutely. And that's, I think, the the hunting industry is so huge and we've never gone after it. You know, and there's a lot of misconceptions out there about, you know, the, you know, you can't use an extension when you're going to hunt. Well, you can't when you're waterfowl hunting, but snow geese, you can load up with as many as you can hold. And, uh, I mean, people... I've seen people using their for slugs for deer with their shotguns, and I'm like, well, if you're yeah. going to need 12 rounds to take a deer down, you probably might want to hit the range before you go. <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> uh, leadheads, you know, you know, you want to check your uh, state and local hunting laws on what's permitted and what's not permitted where you are. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, if you go out on the snow goose hunt and you're the one guy that doesn't have an extension, you're going to buy one as soon as you get back to it. Because <laughs> your thumbs I, are probably going to be bleeding. We hear stories every day about last year I went out and I was the one guy that didn't have it and everybody else did and I'm trying to fumble through shells and reload and man there was a set that came in and I only unloaded my three in the gun and then I had to try and reload and dropped them and you know it's just funny and you know it's it's a relatively low cost investment but the experience of having you know 12 to 15 to 18 rounds in a gun yeah. Because you never know when you're going to get a group of geese come through. Might be just one set a day, so you want to be ready. Yeah, and then while those other guys are sitting there unloading and you're reloading, it you know it's done. They've done killed them all. Hey, this is something else I thought about too. Hey, have you guys ever looked into like uh, the lifters for shotguns, like three gun the lifters for the loading for it? Uh, I'm not going to say we haven't. We've looked into about anything you can imagine. Because. Um, that's a, that's a big thing on some of the shotguns. You know, I know Benelli and all those come pretty standard and pretty cut and dry on theirs. Uh, that's one thing that Mossberg, they have that U-shaped cut in the lifter. Man, I, I finally got a company out of Kentucky, yep. uh, a really good company, a guy that Skytac uh, got me a welded lifter to help save my thumbnail. <laughs> because when you go to quad load or load for a shotgun, your thumb will get stuck in that U on that Mossberg and that lifter, and you'll almost scream when it hangs, and it hurts. Uh, so that's why I didn't know if you guys had looked into that or not. Looked into all sorts. And basically, the Nordic components is, you know, we're not, we, we, we are really involved in all the different components for a shotgun, um, for the rifles. We're really kind of trying to break into some of the more complete things, but as far as a shotgun, we are looking at all different angles and different components that we can enhance the shotgun and the experience. Um, Suppressors? We actually have, we're licensed to do all, anything from full auto. We can do suppressors. We have some really cool designs drawn up for suppressors um, with Minnesota laws and just that it just became legal in Minnesota. Um, and there's just so much regulations with it. Um, we're definitely in the mix, though. And it's something that's on our plate and we're looking into Sweet. It's a definite, it's an opportunity. Like I said, we got designs drawn up. It's just a matter of manufacturing at this point. Um, yeah. But yeah. Very cool. We can do anything. That'd be exciting. Exactly. You have the correct licensing. We can even send you some full auto lowers, and we'll really have some fun. <laughs> I'm down with that. <laughs> Very cool. All right, guys. So now let's get into our fact to fight the myth. SDI is proud to present the Talking Lead Fact to Fight the Myth. 
And this week, our guest, Casey Kay, has a fact to fight the myth for you guys. And what is that, Casey? I kind of spoiled it already, but uh, we're talking about the hunting. And I think, you know, one of the, the myths that we hear and we've heard uh, since I've come on is you can't use extensions or I can't use it because it, the, the weight is too heavy and throws off my accuracy. And I always bring up a picture on my phone of uh, different employees that we have. We had a five foot two female who ran a plus 15 on her three gun shotgun. And I was wow. like, listen, if she can run this, don't tell me the weight is too much. <laughs> that gun was taller than she was. Oh, absolutely. And it was comical, but you know, the 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 are going to have a little bit, but is that really going to throw you off that much? I wanted to make sure that the myth of you can't use it to hunt, you can't, it's too heavy, and I think it's just a lot of, and, and Casey Griggs, maybe you can speak a little bit to that. The weight is, you know, I just tell people, pull the trigger faster and it'll get lighter. What are you waiting for? It's actually, it's equally distributed, if you want my opinion. I mean, I had a guy ask me the same question. Dude, how is the weight distribution on that 12 plus 1? It's fine. It's actually perfect. Yeah. It doesn't affect me at all. And I, and I, most of the time I laugh at the guys and I say, you're a good enough shot to tell me that a few ounces is going to throw you off. And they kind of <laughs> look at you. I'm like, all right, well, maybe you are, but I'm not. So, <laughs> yeah. Is, is there anything maybe in design or works that instead of it getting longer that it's, you know, it's going down, you know, maybe some sort of a, a feed system kind of kind of deal. We have we've looked at different options. Um, the length is the easiest and most cost-effective way to go about. Sure, it. sure. To be honest with you, the reliability. When you get you know your double, just think of uh, you know we sell some hundred round mags and they mm -hmm. have to like quad stack in that mag. Well, the reliability is so much more difficult when you're trying to make sure they're stacking appropriately and you just mm -hmm. don't get the reliability that you need. Where it's a pretty much straight system here and the the spring is it's a pretty flawless you throw our follower and a heavy duty spring in there you're going to get performance yeah. um, very rarely do we have performance issues and most of the time it's user error that we hear um, and it's just a little bit of training on our part to make sure that the people understand how to use their shotgun appropriately uh, and Casey I'm not sure if you as far as competing I don't know I haven't seen any issues from the vast number of people that I've had you know in, in conversations with from competitions as well it's just it's not a flawed system it's very it runs man I just tell you what it runs no it's it's like a time clock I mean it just it just keeps going and going and going dude I mean it's it's yeah. just it's amazing, and to, to justify its durability, my shotgun has been through two massive downpours of rain, and it has held up. It has, of course, now I take care of my stuff a little bit more than probably some just because of the military in me, but uh, I'm fine-toothed. I'm like toothpicking it, getting all the crud out of it whenever I'm done shooting, but it, there's no rust spots, no rust spots coming up at all inside the tube. The spring has not rusted. The follower is just as good as it was the day I got it. I mean, it's a flawless system, and it works. I don't know other, any other way to say it works. Now, which which one are you using? Are you using the, the biggest one they've got? No, no. I, I actually, because I stay in the tac, in tactical division, mm -hmm. tac ops, I want to try to stay at like a 12 a 12 plus 1, you know, 1 in the chamber. Of course, in TAC Ops, you can only do, I think, 8 plus 1, 8 in the tube to start, and 1 in the chamber. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you pick up the shotgun, 90% of the places you shoot, you can load it out. Right. Uh, okay. And uh, But, I mean, because most of the shotgun stages that I've been to thus far, unless 
I need to buy me a longer one because uh, if I do go to an all shotgun match, I might be a little challenged. But what you're gonna be like that guy at the snow geese hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what you need to do? We have a we have a thing called a coupler, and all you take is your normal. What, what, what we suggest most three gunners or people that are gonna do a comp competition is you set up your first extension flush with your barrel, the end of your barrel, you know, close to flush. Um, and then you get one of our couplers, which is basically then you can couple on additional length. So if you look at Jerry Micklick's shotgun, I actually have a picture up on our, our website. Um, he runs, I think it's plus 15 or 18 or something. He's got a coupler on it, and then so it runs pretty well flush, throws a coupler, and adds another six or seven onto the end of it. Yeah, I was actually looking at that just a second ago. Um, but that, uh, have you guys fixed the problem between, like, the Mossbergs, their tubes, are you still having to change out the entire tube to the new MXT? Some of that stuff is it's the the difference we have and we run into is they they will change and we have a couple different varieties of shotguns that they will have changed either a thread pattern or some internal component that to the general public isn't a big deal but when you go and add an extension on we need to know almost serial number are you above or below this serial number to make sure it fits um, and we're making those edits and changes as on the fly and. and <clears throat> We can service a combination of over, I think it's almost 150 different, you know, combinations of shotguns out there to make sure we have an extension in a nut and a tube for you. Um, we don't have everything, but we, we're, yeah, we're working yeah. towards getting as much as we can. If Mossberg would just go ahead and change out those tubes, that way we wouldn't have to worry about that. I mean, we'd be great. <laughs> would you send him a message on that, Casey? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure Gary has probably spoke with him about that <laughs> since he is sponsored by him, so... Uh, you know, which don't get me wrong, I'd love to be sponsored by. Well, Mom. there's another. Um, you know, you, people are talking about how awkward it is to shoot or how cumbersome it is to shoot. If they'll just watch some of Jerry's competition videos on YouTube and watch him running that thing, um, like I said, he's he's an an older gentleman. I don't know how old he is. Probably in his. Do we even want to guess? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to insult the man. You know. I don't care how old he is. He he would wipe the floor with me and anything he he wanted to do. Yeah, and he, he runs that thing like grease lightning, dude. Like <laughs> At the speed that I run my shotgun or try to run it, he is the one that I model after. You know, if I, I try to run my shotgun as fast as I can like he does. I know he's got years of experience, but I try to push myself to run it that fast. And mm -hmm. he's proven that that Mossberg will run that fast, and you can run with it and hit every piece of steel out there. And uh, I've uh, I've done pretty good with my Mossberg thus far, especially with the Nordic tube extension. That's for sure. Yeah. SDI's 32 semester credit hour certificate program in gunsmithing and 60 credit hour associate of science and firearms technology degree program can work hand in hand and are the most complete training programs of their kind. SDI strives to give you the best quantity and quality of professional gunsmithing information and tools. These programs are perfect for students interested in careers in the firearms industry or for those who are interested in owning their own gunsmithing business. Our programs are delivered by distance learning, which allows our students to maintain full-time jobs, families, military service, and more while working towards their degree or certificate. The Sonoran Desert Institute mission is adding value to our students' lives by providing innovative, relevant, and applicable workplace-driven education through distance-delivered instructions. Visit them at sdi.edu. You. Very cool. 
All right, so that was a good uh, that was a good fact. Fight the myth. Let's wrap that section up, and um, let's get into giveaways. It's time for the trivia. So last week we had Tim attack the walls, and Tim uh, had two trivia questions for you guys. The first one was a video that they've got with their uh, issue boxes, and those are their um, covers that go over tissue boxes, and you can hide a small pistol or you know something like that uh, inside of it. And the question was, in that video, when they opened up the issue box, there was a cool tactical snacktical in there, and you were to identify what snack that was. And we had all kinds of people answering this one, and I don't think anybody missed it. Um, I was expecting maybe Cheesy Poofs or, you know, some kind of generic name, but everybody said Cheetos. So that's the answer. The answer was Cheetos. And the winner of that question was, drumroll please, while I look for the winner. Uh, there you go, there you go. Um, let's see. Okay, and the winner is Nick Dooley. Congratulations, Nick. Uh, you are the winner of, you get to win one of those issue boxes, actually. So get in touch with me via Gmail, talkingled at gmail.com. Get me your contact info, and I'll put you in touch with uh, Tim over there. The second question uh, had to do with a blog that um, Tactical Walls did. And you had to go to their website, find their blog link. And as always, everybody has to go to their Facebook page, like Facebook page, uh, subscribe to their YouTube channel, so on and so forth. And we verified, and uh, Nick did all that. Um, but the blog question was, in one of their blogs, they mentioned a fictional doctor. And you were to tell us who that doctor was and the actual actor, the real actor who played that doctor. And the answer was Doogie, no, Dr. Douglas Doogie Hauser. I didn't know his name was Douglas. I always just knew him as Doogie Hauser, Dr. Doogie Hauser. Do you guys know who the actor who played Doogie Hauser? Casey? Casey? Uh, I do. Come on. It's on the tip of my tongue. NPH. Neil Patrick Harris. There you go, Neil Patrick Harris. And. Did I win? Uh, well, if you'd have submitted your answer on time, you would have. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler Cantrell is the winner of that. Tyler, congratulations. You also will win an issue box. So uh, send me your info via Gmail, and uh, we'll hook you up with the guys at Tactical Walls, and they'll send that to you. Uh, I think I might have a couple of more giveaways of those issue boxes. Um, Tim said that he might have a couple more for you leadheads, uh, but we're going to do it through social media, so I'm still working that out with him. So uh, don't give up if you really wanted one of those. Uh, opportunities coming up, maybe on Facebook or Instagram, which I suck at to win a couple more of those. But if you just got to have one, you might as well just go ahead and use the Talking Lead discount code at Tactical Walls. Uh, yes, Tactical Walls has set up a Leadhead discount code. You're going to get 7% off there also, just like at Nordic Components. Use the Leadhead, all caps, all one word, discount code, and you're going to get 7% off at Tactical Walls also. 
All right, so this week, Nordic Components, KCK is going to come up with another tricky but doable trivia question, right, Case? Right, Casey? Yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a little bit of a, a little bit of a hunt on our Facebook page. So, mm. what uh, what what item is uh, is Jesse Tischauser running like a champ? I might add on the latest video we posted. All right. So you're gonna go to the Facebook page. You gotta like their Facebook page. You're gonna have to like that post also uh, of Jesse doing. And say it again. What's he doing? They gotta pick out what. He's running a product. What product is he running? I know, okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and KCG, you're not eligible. It's not the hardest. It's not hard, but our, our, my goal is to get people to check it out. Um, okay. You know, it's our new product. We want to get some people involved with this, and it's a phenomenal issue. All right, so what's, what you guys have to do, and you hadn't told them what they're going to win yet, right? Nope. Okay, so, yeah. So don't send me an email. Don't send me a Facebook message. You go to Nordic Components Facebook page. You watch the Jesse Tischauer uh, video. Tell them what he's running, what product he's running. Uh, like their page, like the post, leave a comment with the answer. And Leadhead was here. Bam! That's how we're going to do it. And the winner is going to get. What are they going to get? Uh, an MXT extension set. They're going to get a, a two plus one through plus nine, whatever they want. For their shotgun. Nice. Sweet. That's huge, guys. That is a huge price. I love that. And Casey, you're not eligible. Oh, if they have one, we can get them a different nut for a different extension. We can. We'll figure it out. We'll hook. A, we'll hook the winner up. It's all about uh, getting some recognition, some name out there. So that we're going to do whatever shotgun they have, uh, excluding the Vinci, because that's a whole monster of. Uh, right. Right, and this is this is America, continental United States only, right? Yeah, we ship we only ship to the United States. Okay, do you shoot to Alaska and Hawaii? We do. Okay, so Alaska and Hawaii, you're eligible for this also. Uh, sorry, military guys, if you're overseas, uh, but if you've got a U.S. address that we could ship it to, you could still enter. Uh, and as uh, long as you got a U.S. address, we can ship it to your golden. I would do, say that they would find. For the for the overseas guys, we have military and law enforcement uh, discounts that we offer. Please reach out. We we definitely support all the uh, men and women in service. So that's something we're very doing. cool. Very cool. And you can also use the Talking Lead Leadhead discount and get seven percent off. Absolutely. So uh, be sure you do that too. If you don't win that, you know, trivia question, you can go buy it again. It's Christmas time coming up. Great gift idea right there for the hunter, for the, for the avid hunter. If your dad's a hunter, your uncle, your boss, uh, your kids, great Christmas present right there. All right. Well, thank you for putting that up, man. I wasn't expecting a cool-ass gift like that. That's awesome. All right, Leadhead. So uh, very cool prize up for grabs there with Nordic Components. Casey, thank you so much for putting that up. I know you're going to get a huge response from that. All right, Leadheads. Um, it's... Time to wrap up another show. Casey K, thank you so much for being on the show. Casey G, uh, man, I'm just going to have to hire you as my co-host, I, I guess, brother. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can be a, uh, a hangman on here or a wingman or whatever you want to call it. Casey K, remind everybody again how they can get Nordic Components products. 
Yeah, check us out online, our website, www.nordicomp.com. Uh, check us out on Facebook, um, just Nordic Comp, Nordic Components. You can search for us there. Instagram, we got uh, started with that, and uh, we'll keep loading more pictures up on that. Um, Casey, you got any, any competitions coming up? Well, I've been following one. You know, it's the, it's the end of the year, end of the season, so stuff's kind of slowing down, and they're canceling matches left and right, I guess because of the weather or just, you know, family plans for holidays and stuff might not be lining up. But uh, there's one, I think, coming up in Jackson. I don't believe it. I don't know if they've established a date yet. It's possibly on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of threw a little teaser out there to get Jackson, people. Tennessee, right? Yes, Jackson, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, Adam Townsend runs that range out there, and it's a really cool place. I, I would tell anybody to come to it. Uh, he puts yeah. on a good match. And, now, uh, can people go to your Facebook page and see where your next competition is going to be so they can come watch and see you running Nordic Components um, uh, shotguns yeah, I, and all their different uh, accessories? I typically try to post where I'm going to go compete at on my pages. Um that way, if there's any, even any new shooters that want to come out, young shooters, I try to tell any young person that wants to shoot, please come watch or just try. Right. Uh, there's plenty of us out there that will let you even borrow our equipment to shoot. Very um, cool. Well, I mean, like our belts and stuff. I mean, if you don't have, like, the magazine holders, shell holders, any of that stuff, come out. And if you can wear our belt, try it. I mean, as long as it's not going to impede us from doing our stage. You know, but if you're in our if you're in our group when we run around, just just try it out. I mean, I encourage any new any new shooter, young shooter or old. There you go. Let's go out, check out Casey, and he'll let you uh, run his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break it, right? Well, the gear, not the not not exactly the the weapons. Of course. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So they don't get to touch the uh, the shotgun or the Troy Conqueror or the the tricked out DP Customs uh, Smith and Wesson. Uh, you might get to test fire it, but you're not going to get to run it in a stage and beat it oh, up. Okay, okay. It's have my wear and tear, but when I mean the belt, I'm like the Invictus Practical Shell Holders, <laughs> uh, Blade Tech. Uh, I was going to call well. you up and see if I could borrow your shotgun. There you go. <laughs> well. Uh, I, for you, it might be an exception. <laughs> and you'll co- you'll cover the uh, shipping costs too, right? Yeah. SG? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> buzz saw there, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank uh, Dipstick Coatings. So make sure you go visit their website at dip123.com and use the Leadhead discount code. Get ten percent off there. Uh, we still haven't got a winner. Uh, crap, I forgot to mention this. Uh, for the Primic uh, trivia question, we still need about 80 more views on that video before he's going to give away those videos, guys. So get your asses in gear. Go watch that video. Tell your friends to watch the video. Like it. Uh, like his Facebook page. And he's going to give away any three videos of your choosing. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, he's thrown in. Uh, Matt's thrown in a 15% discount by using the Leadhead code also on everything except his box sets at uh, Primic.com. And you go watch that that video, YouTube video. It's under uh, P-R-A-M-E-K. And it's the one, real quick, that's called Tactical Movement Transition with the Pistol and Rifle, Part 1. And tell, tell us how many shots are fired through that whole entire video. 
Uh, it's real close. It's up to like 107, 817 right now. It's got to hit 900. So get your asses in gear and uh, let's give this away. Tactical Walls, um, go to their website, use Leadhead code, get 7% off. Uh, I'd like to thank SDI, the Snoring Desert Institute. And uh, you guys are real familiar with the Squatch. So check out the Sonoran Desert Institute, sdi.edu, and get your gunsmithing on. Keltec, Chad Enos at Keltec. Um, thanks for hooking me up with the Sub 2000. I'm still doing some testing on that. Um, probably got another two, three hundred rounds through it, and uh, wanting to get some videos put out. And you guys know how I am with videos, but I'm I'm working on it. I'm backlogged right now. Kalashnikov USA, going to be doing some videos with uh, Andrew coming up on uh, their products. We're going to kind of do a, um, I guess you would call it just kind of a tabletop review and then put some, some lead down range with some of their latest products. Can't wait to get our hands on that um, that three-gun competition shotgun, can we, Casey? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, that, uh, that Kalashnikov uh, three-gun shotgun, I'd like to see it and actually run it. Yeah, it's pretty badass looking. You can go to their website, kalashnikov-usa.com, and check out all their weapons there. Wish I had a discount code for them, but sorry, guys. Um, it's still a pretty good deal. I mean, those things are really affordable. Uh, the AKs, uh, very inexpensive. Um, Reaper Solutions. Met those guys at the Trigicon shoot, and I think Casey got some of their product as well. Uh, mm -hmm. haven't had a chance to use it yet, but I uh, appreciate, um, appreciate Jeremy McClung for hooking me up with uh, some of his product. We're going to try it out, and uh, you guys can check them out at reapersolutions.com. Uh, Your firearm's greatest upgrade is their motto, and they're a lubrication company. Uh, Neomag, the guys at Neomag, I'm still testing out that uh, pocket uh, magnetic pocket holder for the for your magazines. It just clips in like your knife does. Got a little clip on there. Um, finding it not to be so friendly with my dress clothes. It's got a, a really tight clip on it. So that might be something I have to talk to him about. But uh, with jeans and my um, uh, my regular military style pants, it works great. Mission 22. Make sure you guys go and support Mission 22. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. That's almost 8,000 a year. That is unacceptable that even one of our uh, military men and women even consider you know, that course of action. The whole thing for Mission 22 is they are they are trying to create awareness. And whenever you create awareness, then that's when things start changing. So go support them, buy their t-shirts, buy their hats. Uh, Mission 22 and any time you see the number 22 out somewhere, take a picture of it, post it on Instagram, and use the hashtag MI22ION. Hopefully that's not one that the jack wagons at Instagram have blocked. God, I, I would hope not. I hope not. Yeah. The, uh, the guys at the Sheepdog Impact Assistance, Sheepdog IA, uh, great organization that's set up to to bring in former military law enforcement, uh, EMTs, fire department, and keep that sheepdog instinct that they have still in them and keep them working and send them out to disaster recovery areas. Um, not only that, but if, you're, if, you're, you know, if you've never served, you're not military, you're not law enforcement, you still have that desire, they've got a place for you as well. Uh, 
Uh, you can donate money. You can donate your time. They've got some cool T-shirts, hats, different kind of swag uh, at their website too. So check them out at uh, sheepdogia.org. Everybody else. Oh, and make sure you go to 1776united.com and get your Talking Lead T-shirt. And they just put some new, um, two or three new new patterns, new T-shirts up too. Uh, the probably most comfortable t-shirt you'll ever wear 1776united.com check them out alright guys thanks again for being on the show and as always leadheads keep your loved ones close and your extension tubes loaded <laughs> loaded and <laughs> longer <laughs> longer you can't go wrong with longer there you go Bye-bye. longer baby